Bleacher Creatures podcast. Bleacher Creature. 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 Bleacher Creature himself. Episode 5 of the Bleacher Creatures Podcast, once again in studio with John. What's going on, bud? How we doing? Can't complain, tired as fuck, but yeah. it is what it is. So, big, big week in sports, considering NFL playoffs, uh, the hot stove that never seems to want to get hot, and yesterday we had proof that God exists. And what do I mean by that? If any of you were alive yesterday, you would know that the college football playoff national title game happened, and thank you, God, Alabama got their doors blown off by Clemson. I have never seen that happen to a Nick Saban Alabama team. But you know what? Halfway through that first quarter, I knew it was happening. Because uh, the pick six started Mm -hmm. the game, Alabama quickly responded. And I said, oh, shit, that was, that was a little too quick. Yeah. I didn't like it. Clemson comes right back, and I think this play changed the game. It was third and long on their next possession. And you're like, here we go. Alabama's defense is going to stop them again. Another three and out. They're going to get the ball back. And what's going to happen is Alabama's going to drive right down the field and score again. And instead what happens, that Lawrence kid throws a bomb <laughs> to get inside Alabama's 20-yard line. And that changed the game. Lawrence, a.k.a. the horse-faced assassin. Yes. If, if they go three and out again, and Alabama gets the ball back, that is a huge momentum change. Mm-hmm. Instead, Alabama, it was almost like that play took the winds out of their sails. Took the, uh, the wind out of their sails? Yes. Thank you. And it did. You could see in the players' faces, they were like, wow. And now uh, Clemson quickly scored again. And then there was another play that stood out to me. And even though Alabama converted, to me it said Nick Saban was basically admitting that Clemson had his number. It was fourth and inches on Alabama's own 35 or 34-yard line. Something like that. And he went for it. Mm -hmm. They got it, yes. But what does that say that we're going for this at our own 35? It wasn't our midfield. It wasn't our own 45. It was we're pretty much giving you a field goal if you get any positive yardage, or at least a good attempt at one. What does that say to you if you're Clemson? They are scared of us. Yeah, that 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 is a pure move of desperation by Saban, which those words Saban and desperate don't seem to mix. They were down by one possession only. Right, but, but what does that say? No, that's my point. It was one possession. Right. But what he was saying is our so-called great defense, our defense that is that can stop anybody, will not stop you. Yeah, that yeah. Well, the that game yesterday, we know we know. Bama's defense all year, the whole team, has been lights out, etc. Except for that Georgia game. Right. I don't think Bama was ready for a track meet. And that game, I think think Saban saw that game panning out differently. Like more of a dogfight than a track meet. That game was not much of a dogfight when you had, what, three touchdowns in a matter of... I couldn't believe what happened. I couldn't believe it. Right. It was just, it was boom, boom. It was it was Blitzkrieg offense. Yeah. It, it, they were just throwing haymakers back and forth in the beginning. Yeah. But 
Also, I didn't think Tua would play like pure dog shit either. But did he didn't. He didn't. First of all, I don't think Tua is that good. I just want to go on the record and say, I don't think he's that good. I mean... Comparatively no, to what everybody makes him out to be. I don't think this guy's going to be a good NFL quarterback. No, Lawrence, we, Lawrence was the best quarterback in that game. That's even fine. Before yeah, the game. Anybody, that's that I agree, but I don't think everybody else would agree with that. Well, that's so be well. Anytime you have two elite eleven quarterbacks playing in a college football, I don't think game, he's elite. Well, he was coming out of high school. Tua, yeah, yeah, but I don't think he's elite now. Well, again, again I'm not talking about this game. Before this game, I never thought he was that great. Well, again, it's Alabama. He's gonna have the best weapons around him. He's gonna have the best. O-line. I don't think he had the best weapons around him. It's Alabama. You know what I'm saying? He's always gonna have either the best O line, the best receivers, the best. I don't know about the he's best gonna receivers. Have, he's gonna the best have running top tier. Yes. something around him that's gonna make him look better. Uh, and I'll tell you what, that Alabama defensive line, which has all these big names on, yeah, they got blown off that line of scrimmage. By that Clemson offensive line on every play. Oh, Those yeah. boys from that Clemson O-line were not messing around. No. They wanted it more. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what. In a championship game, I saw a lot of Alabama guys going to the sideline huffing and puffing. Whether they didn't want it enough. I think in a game like that, everybody's kind of tired. Your adrenaline's kind of... Yeah. They were huffing and puffing that D-line. Well, I remember one specific play. At the end, bounced it out, I think, to the left. And you saw the Bama D-end. Just... You- not care. Like, I understand. Even Kirk Herbstreit went. Yes, like, the, either he's hurt, either he's hurt or, or tired. Quit. To yeah. me, he wouldn't hurt. He's done. He saw the writing on the wall and said, basically shit his pants and just said, to hell with it. Yeah, no, he was. We're not winning this game. He was jogging but, after him. You don't know why, but. But he didn't even, but he was jogging. He didn't try and get off that block. No. He didn't try and seal the edge. No, he did not. He, and all your jobs as a D-end, regardless of the setting, your jobs as a D-end were not being accomplished. Your job as a D-end is to seal the end, is to force it back inside. And or at least attempt to make the open field tackle. Slow him up. Do something. I think that... I I, I don't know. I think that it... it uh, Just... They, no part of I've that never game. Seen, I can't even talk. I don't even know what to say. I can't believe that happened. I can't, well, I'm not shocked that Clemson won because if there's one team that knows no. how to beat Alabama, it's I'm Clemson. not shocked they won. Right. I'm shocked they they just they, they just I'm shocked that they that they Bama got their doors blown off. Yeah, they bent Bama right over that Bama D line, which has three what three first round picks on it potentially. Yes. Potentially. They no, didn't do yeah. anything. No, they looked terrible. They looked. That was the worst I think any of them in look have looked in there. And that Bama offensive Bama. line, which has the top five pick potential yeah. and a couple others, good picks. They did the, no. the line of scrimmage was won by Clemson. Yeah. Now on any Bama team, yep. you know, the line of scrimmage is won by Bama. Yeah. You ninety nine percent. Even if they lose the game, they yeah. usually win the line of scrimmage. It's almost it's almost a given that Bama's D line and Bama's O line is gonna be better than yours. Oh yeah, and I think I think player for player it is. Yeah, but Clemson they they either want they had a better game plan and they wanted it more. They blew them off the line of scrimmage on on ninety percent of the plays in that game. Mm-hmm. No, you the thing we I know Lawrence is a freshman, and I I understand like you know Etienne's a, a solid running back, but you had two freshmen tear apart what most would consider the best defense in the country. I gr- I get it. Lawrence is an elite. 
I'm, I, I, with Lawrence, I go back to that play on third and long, second possession of the game. First possession, they went three and out. Mm-hmm. It looked like Bama's defense. Second possession, third and long, Bama. Bama has them in third and long. Mm-hmm. And you're like, here we go, another three and out. Bama's going to score again. Before you know it, they're going to they're gonna be playing catch-up, and I don't know how I feel about that with a freshman quarterback. Uh-huh. This kid has the balls. From his point of view, that receiver was not as open as it looked on TV. Yeah. When they showed the ESPN access camera and they went behind right. him, he had a couple guys in his face, threw it off balance, and he threw a, he threw a strike, first of all. Yeah. A strike. Yeah. That play changed the game. I think that gave him confidence, too. Yeah. They scored on that drive. Because you remember, the first the first score was a pick six. Correct. Clemson's offense hasn't done shit. Yep. They went right down the field on third and long, and they, well... They they, they they got six, right? So I think that was the play of the game. Yeah. That and Bama going for it on fourth and inches, even though they got it, those two plays were the two plays that stuck out in my mind because they basically said, you're better than us. Alabama said you're better than us. Yeah. And I've never seen Alabama, a Nick Saban coach team, say you are better. I've seen them get beat. They've never said you're better. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Clemson was better. You know, those other games with Deshaun Watson, Clemson wasn't better. They were the underdog and won. Yeah, they just played better. Georgia last year was not a better team than Alabama. They were the underdog, and they should have won. They lost. Yep. This Clemson team was was way better. Mm-hmm. It was not even close. They were better. Oh, yeah. And every asset of the game. In special teams, they were better. Defense, offense, line of scrimmage. Coaching. Coaching. Coaching was not even close. Game prep. Game I don't plan. even know what Nick Saban was coaching. Whatever he did for this game was way off. Clemson. It, it seemed like Clemson was better in every facet, even down to like the equipment staff. Did did a better job than yes. Alabama. Just everything. The flight to, to San Francisco better. Like everything was better. And that Lawrence kid's gonna be good. Oh, I that think kid's a fucking animal. He, uh, two more years? Ha. Huh. <laughs> Do you think Clemson wins again next year? I say yes. Well, I'm telling you right now. I actually posted this on Facebook last night for those of you who saw it. I said college football national title game 2020, Clemson versus Alabama. Because. How could you not pick that? Was this four years in a row? Now? I, I like, the same bullshit. No, we had Georgia last year. That, right. But I think Georgia has a shot. The three teams that I like are Georgia, Bama, and Clemson. At the, at this point, it's it's a toss up, and then you're, there's going to be that one other team. Right. You're going to have one of your Oklahoma, Dame. Notre Dame, a Texas, a USC. Right. Right. Some sort of traditional power five. A Michigan and Ohio State. Right. right. Yeah. There's always going to be that one other team. Realistically. Oklahoma ain't coming back. Kyler's gone. He's going to he's going to MLB. There's no Haskins. Haskins going, going to the draft. draft. Listen, I'm just saying. I think that uh, the bottom line is Nick Saban got outcoached. Mm-hmm. His players got outplayed. Yep. And I mean, we could dig into this a little later. What what did what did that do to those Bama's O line D line players draft stock? Oh, what did that oh, do? I can't wait. Because the, you have a couple of these guys who are top five picks. Jonah Williams, the offensive tackle. I yeah. know as a Jets fan, I was looking at him a lot. Top five pick, right? It, yeah. Minimum top ten. We could, you know, yeah, debate sure. number. Uh, now, what did that do? Because the way I see it is, I don't. You know, I, I had a conversation with my friends on the phone. Who's a big like Jets fan. We always talk like college draft and stuff. And he said, or I said, I don't like looking at what guys do statistically unless they're playing against the SEC defense. I think it's it doesn't mean as much. If you play well versus an SEC defense, I know you're for real. I know you're for yeah, real. Yeah, that's not a bad argument. And I'm not saying what everything else doesn't count, but yeah. I'm saying this counts double in my mind. 
I mean, yeah. Well, are, yeah, you're saying this to validate Clemson offense? Yes. Yeah, that makes Like, sense. as in that guy, Ross? Yeah. And this guy, uh, Lawrence. Lawrence, they are legitimate, those two. At the end? I mean, Ross looks like a mini Randy Moss out there. And the thing, him and Lawrence have two more years with each other. Oh, that's insane. They're both going to be, they are both going to be top five picks. Well, I we think. all know already. Look at the amount of Clemson stud wideouts in the NFL yes. already. Yep. That kid Ross could easily be the next. And Lawrence is 6'6. Six, six. Yeah, I know. Well, and he can run. He can run. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he can showed t- some gutsy, some no, gutsy no. shit. And what I mean too. by run, I don't mean the the Ben Roethlisberger, uh, no, Sam Darnold. You know, you're co- talking like the Josh Allen style. I mean, this yeah. guy can run athletically and get yeah. a first down and take a hit. Yep. He is a football player, not a quarterback. Yeah. And he's got he's got a great arm. That throw that he made on third and fourteen, backpedaling <laughs> with two hands on his face. Yeah. In my opinion, the play of the game was a strike. Yeah, that was a strike. That was a it was a what was it a 45, 50 yard pass Somewhere strike. Around yeah, no, for there's a reason that quarterback like Kelly Bryant transferred. Yeah, because he he knew I have no future here. Speaking of no future here, Jalen Hurts should just fucking transfer. He got put in that game in garbage time when Tua was had his. By far, worst game of the year. That tells me Saban has no confidence in Hurts anymore. Uh, Forget the SEC title game. You can't. I was going to say, you can't say that. I absolutely can. Because when it mattered most and the guy you started is playing like dog shit, you have another Going into halftime, did you think there was a chance that Hurts was going to come out and play? You'd have to assume it. You, you, you can't just sit back and assume that. If you have two capable quarterbacks, well, here's the thing: Carter's not getting it done. Why, Saban why, why did it last year's championship game. He did it in the SEC game. Now Tua was hurt in the SEC championship game this year. Right. He was a little banged up, pretty banged up actually. Right. He couldn't really move that well. He took Hurts out for Tua last year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Saban favors Tua. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. I thought they were going to come out with Hearns. It was clear to me Clemson planned for Tua. Yep. Very well. Mm-hmm. This guy wasn't. They were playing zone blitzes. Yeah. They were disguising their blitzes, and it was very obvious that Tua had no idea what the hell they were doing. Yeah. Whether the offense called the right play or not, he didn't recognize what Clemson was doing. That there was a, also Tua's second pick of the game is on both picks. He did not see the guy who intercepted the ball. Yep. He assumed it was man-to-man coverage. And they were playing a little bit of a zone. Yeah. They were playing, I would say, a, a cover zone where if the guy's in your zone, you're actually covering him. Yeah. Right? And Tua didn't see that. Yeah. That's that's a big red flag. The question is, is you know, Saban knows his quarterback's better, but would Hearns have saw those reads? You can't. I mean, a lot of QB options, too, by Tua. He didn't read, the, he didn't read them right. But Hur- were- Hurts has one major advantage over Tua, what? and that's... Not only college experience, but big game college experience in the SEC. He, he you, you'd have to think you, yo. Know, I understand two is the star, blah blah blah. Great future, whatever. The guy who's played more games at quarterback for I don't Alabama, think it matters. I think here's I think, what uh, no here's what help. matters. Here's what matters. It doesn't matter who that other guy was. If you're down that much, what you're doing on offense is not working at halftime. The way your offense was getting manhandled. Yeah. I don't care who that other guy is. Yeah. I would make the switch. Unless he was a true freshman who was nowhere near ready. You have to almost call a high school offense. Right. Then 
it, it, this guy could handle the, the offense, let alone how many big games he's won. Yeah. You make that switch. Yeah, you you I you have yeah. the ball to start the second half. You go down, you score six, you're, you're good. Now you got momentum because Clemson's like, oh crap, here we go again when they do this quarterback switch. Every time they do it, it works. Why didn't he do it? I don't. I, part, there, there, there's a part of me that has to think Saban and Hurts just they can't coexist anymore. I disagree. This isn't the National Football League. All right. Well, you since it's not the NFL. And you have a quarterback in Kelly Bryant who proved if you and the coach can't get on the same page, fucking transfer. You think Kelly Bryant's that good? Compared to Lawrence, no, but he's a good quarterback. Would he's you say? Garbage. Would you say that it's not like? It's would not you like say Kelly that the, Bryant transferred and went to go play at fucking Texas State? Would you say that Tua and uh, oh man and Hearns are more comparable than Kelly and Lawrence? I would. More comparable? Or More com- closer together in skill set. Meaning, in my mind, if I were to rank these quarterbacks, I'd go Lawrence 1, Tua 2, Hearns 3, Kelly 4. Would Hard. you say that's accurate? G- give, me the, give me your rank go, again. I would go Lawrence 1, yeah. Tua yeah. 2, Hearns 3, Kelly 4. The th- the, here's Meaning, the drop-off between Tua to Hearns is not much of a drop-off between Lawrence and Kelly. I can see why Kelly... Ended up at Clemson just because I you'd have to think style of play wise, Dabo Sweeney probably you know thought this guy reminds me of Deshaun Watson. Sure, that's understandable. Sure, but, but Lawrence has proved you you have a pure fucking gunslinger. But but that's what I'm saying. Right. The, the, the drop off in play from Tua to Hearns would not have been so dramatic where he couldn't have made the switch. That yeah, it was a conscious decision not to make the switch. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. Just like it was a conscious decision by Jim Harbaugh not to put in Joe Flacco over Lamar Jackson at halftime. That's true. Same conscious decision, meaning, in fact, in Baltimore's situation currently, Flacco might even be a better quarterback. Yeah, but Lamar's the hot hand. No, no, currently, as in, like, skill set right now, today, in this moment. Well, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. These coaches made a conscious decision to go with the younger guy. And Harbaugh pretty much said, well, Joe Flacco's going to have a great career somewhere else after the game, right? Well, yeah, that's abundantly clear now. Right, but what I'm saying to you is that these were decisions that were consciously made. It wasn't like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. Like, how did I not think about that? I got caught up in the game. You know, like, these were decisions that I guarantee were thought about that they did not make. And yeah. both coaches lost. Yeah. <laughs> and my point is, is that would they have won if they made the switch? And then the other question is, which one would be more likely to win if they made the switch? Between a Flacco against the Chargers and a Jalen Hurts against fucking Clemson? Yes. I would have to say Flacco, but a thousand percent. I agree. Now, again, I'm not trying to sit here and shit on Jalen Hurts. He's not a terrible quarterback. I just don't think Hurts and Bama were were the match made in heaven. Because clearly... The game plan that Saban rolled out there with in the weeks of practice before this game, I don't think Hurts had anything to fucking do with it. I think that the reason Alabama would have lost regardless, I would have made the switch, but the reason I think they would have lost regardless is the one difference between them and Baltimore is Baltimore's defense was stopping San Diego. Mm -hmm. Alabama's defense wasn't stopping, couldn't stop a high school JV team last night. So that's, you know, 
That's that. It, it was easy. There's nothing to really discuss besides they didn't make the move. Even if they didn't make the move, Clemson just blew the doors off Alabama. Yeah. And those Alabama players just didn't look like they wanted it. Yeah. The problem, they really didn't. Yeah. Almost like they were deserved the title before even winning. Yeah. And Clemson wanted to make a statement. You could tell. That's why they were running up the score a little bit. They really... Well, right. Well, college is different. I'm not saying that there's not a professional respect between Dabo Sweeney and Nick Saban. No, it's just that I think that but, you know more things are out of your control, right. so anything can happen. And you also have to show recruits you are the premier program. Yes. Fuck Bama. Right. You have to, if you're Clemson, you want to stay in, literally, in control of the ACC, in control of the college football playoff, yeah. control your destiny for the next six to... However many fucking years. No, I... You got... Yeah, you need well, that... The biggest thing, too, is in college, you know, different than the NFL, it, it's... College games anybody, get fucking... Anybody, any... Yeah, anything can really happen. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. For sure. Even with a 44 to 18, we've seen App State go into Michigan yeah. and, and, no, and, I, and beat I them. Right. Now, speaking of big games, I know we did our predictions last week on the first round. I am going to take credit for one thing. I'm one of the few people I know. Everybody told me I was crazy when Big Dick Nick and Wendell Smallwood go into Soldier Field and get the big W. And I knew that was going to happen. In my mind, the Bears were underdogs that game. I love that matchup. I really did. I knew it was going to happen, and I was right. Now, you can sit there and say, well, you were wrong about the Colts-Texans game. To be honest with you, I didn't want to pick anybody in that game <laughs> because I still don't like either one of these yeah. teams. Um, I am shocked though that Houston didn't score. Yeah, that was that. Bad. I'm shocked that Indianapolis' defense shut down Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I, that did surprise me a little bit. Yeah, that. Yeah, um, how could that? The Seattle Dallas game was everything we thought it would be. Yep. Everything just two point difference. Mm-hmm. I, so I'm not going to take that pick back. In San Diego, almost had a San Diego like loss, but at the end it was, they were just way better. Than Melvin that. Ingram had himself a goddamn Well, that whole, so did Bosa. Bo- Bosa was in the backfield every play. Yeah, I know. He made Lamar Jackson scramble or move out. I mean, yeah. every play he was back there. But you saw Ingram moving the Baltimore no. Baltimore linemen like they weren't even there. I mean, both these guys, they were animals. They're though. so good. They were animals. That's why I said that last week, that whole stat where the Chargers have a losing record with Bosa, that's all bullshit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bosa just has to get in rhythm. He needs that game experience to get in rhythm. He's hurt a lot, which sucks because he's a goddamn – he's awesome to watch. Yeah, I but agree. the two of them together with the rest of that O-line, they're – they are so goddamn quick to the ball unless you unless you can maul them. Yeah, they are. And, then, um, and there's there's very few lines in the NFL capable of handling that that good of a D line. Well, I mean, they, they, I mean, they were they're in the backfield every play. I know. I well, mean, at you least can't one be, of them. At, at least, least one, one of them. them. And when both of them, you got and Lamar Jackson can move. I know. And and they were causing problems. I'm looking but also forward, too, but the coverage on the back end too. King and and James were doing their thing. Freaking uh, what the what the fuck's his name? The other um, Casey Hayward was on his game. Yeah, I mean the bottom until the fourth quarter. <laughs> Derwin James was this. that easy pick that again moment, that miracle throw that Baltimore uh, should have Baltimore should have easily switched quarterbacks. Yeah, they it, did. It, it made, if they yeah. did, I think they win that game. I think they win that game. Yeah, no offense to Jackson, but Flacco still has one of the strongest arms, and he's again, it's a game, it's a veteran thing. I Flacco's think, been there, I done think, that, won a Super Bowl. I think Bowl. Harbaugh said, 
if I do this, this is going to kill this kid moving forward. And I think that game ended the way Harbaugh wanted it to, where Jackson made a comeback. Mm-hmm. There's positivity taken out of that fourth quarter for him to roll with. And I think that's all Harbaugh wanted. I, I, Harbaugh's not an idiot, obviously a great coach. I think he knew they were losing that game. When he, kept, when he made the conscious decision to keep Jackson, he said yeah. he thought about it. I think he said, I'm going to ride and die with this. And I'm sure in his mind he didn't go, we're going to lose. But I think deep down he yeah. knew that that was not the best decision to help that team win. Yeah, and, also, and to be fair, Flacco's been that, that the quarterback for Baltimore long enough. It's not. I don't want to say you owe him that 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 last hurrah under center and all that bullshit. Listen, f- the second you drafted Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. a, any smart Raven fan would have to assume this the is the end round. of the Flacco era. In the you first traded round. back in the I th- first. I together. thought it would have lasted another year or two, to be honest. Yeah, well, here's the problem with Joe Flacco. We knew when Flacco beat Kaepernick in that Super Bowl. That was on the defense. Flacco didn't. Flacco's never been the elite. I quarterback. think Flacco could have won this game. He, yes, he could have. We will never know because we don't have the crystal ball. But point is, there has to be something. In my opinion, you have a veteran guy. Team trusts him. He was started. He was your starting quarterback for most of the year until he got fucking hurt. What's your What's the harm in running him back out there? There is none. Especially when you're getting you your might doors hurt blown off. You might hurt Lamar. First of all, you weren't getting... The whole point is that they weren't getting their doors blown off. That defense was keeping them in the game. The block field goal. The interception. Or that fumble. It was a fumble. Yeah. Their defense is keeping them in the game. I think that's... Listen. I think Harbaugh knew what was what. He's not an idiot. And, yeah. And that's it. And I think long-term he made the right call. Long-term he did. You pull Lamar Jackson, you don't know what that does to his confidence. Now, you could say he's a grown-ass man in a grown-ass league. Fuck his, like, Yeah, confidence. fuck his feelings, yeah. Fuck his feelings. But I think that, I think he knew regardless they weren't going to win a Super Bowl this year anyway. And they weren't. They, they weren't. I mean, yeah, anything can happen. No. But, like, I, you know, I don't think Lamar Jackson's taking them to the promised land this year. No. But maybe in the years forward. So, he got, and he, I'll tell you what, he he took him down in the fourth quarter. He, he he, he really Jackson had a hell of a fourth quarter. Yeah. It's not like, you know, Jackson ball. Hey, they had the ball with a minute to go, no timeouts, with an yeah. opportunity to win. And I think that, you know, the way it ended was unfortunate for him. But yeah. the fumble finally came back to bite him in the ass. But I think he learned a lot. Well, you're right. And San Diego's defense is no joke. It's not like he was going up against this, like, you know. Yeah, he wasn't going against the Bengals. No. Right. He was going to get up in t- with top-notch pass rushers, oh, with yeah. great defensive backs. Yeah, with, a good, defense, all three with a good defensive play calling. Yeah. So... Uh, there was no joke there, and and he was seeing something that I doubt in the NFL we really seen before. There, those safeties, James, they were playing linebacker. There yeah. really weren't many linebackers in that game. Yeah, those safeties were linebackers because they wanted to keep a spy on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they wanted to match Lamar Jackson's speed with their safety speed mm-hmm. instead of a heavier linebacker. So smart. Yeah, no, you got to give Anthony Lynn credit. And the, and uh, Gus Bradley, a hell of a Gus Bradley really came up with a great game plan. Fucking Jesus! Like I, we knew James was legit. No, like, he he showed everything on the field. That he, I mean, right. first of all, I think his speed is very undervalued because he caught up to Lamar Jackson on several plays. But James and, has always been a good tackler, like a phenomenal tackler. Sure, but I didn't know he was that. Do you know he was that fast? Speaking of fast, do you see that Raquan Smith pick? With a Roquan Smith yeah. against the Eagle? Oh, yeah. That was nuts. No, no. Forget that catch. 
How fast was he? On closing it on yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, again, we, the, the one thing, if you're a Bear fan, I understand you got your final, you got the game-winning kick blocked because it was fucking It blocked. was blocked, but he still, I mean. point is, you kick the fucking thing high enough where they can't do that. Nonetheless, the, yeah. if you're a Bears fan, did your season end in heartbreak? Yes. Yes, of course it did. It's not nearly as bad as Minnesota last year with that bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry. New uh, Orleans. No, no. I'm, I'm thinking Minnesota when they played Seattle before the new stadium opened when Walsh completely oh, hooked at 20 yards. Right. Oh, my God. Right. You didn't, you didn't get fucked over that bad. Or the Saints You know what, though? You know what was the, funny? I was sitting down, and I got to admit I called this wrong. I'm sitting down with a buddy of mine watching the game, and I said... I said, Peterson has one timeout. I'm not calling it. He's like, why? I'm like, because I'm assuming he's going to make this field goal. And if we get the ball back, that one timeout allows me two plays instead of if I have no timeout, it allows me one play. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, listen, at least I get a 20-yard catch. I throw a Hail Mary from the 50-yard line. And my friend's like, no, I'm calling the timeout. I'm like, I really hope he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, he does. And the kick was good. Right. But if he didn't call that timeout. So I'm just, I was wrong on that. I will admit. I seen the kicker works every once in a while. It does. It I mean, does. I didn't think it was going to work there. Because right. it was, they were at home. Yep. There was no wind. Yep. And I don't want to say it was a chip yeah, shot. The odd, the, the like the only day the entire year in Chicago when there was no fucking wind. There was no wind. <laughs> They're at home. Yeah. I mean, unless unless it was full on block, not tipped. I just didn't see anything going wrong. From what was it, a thirty nine yarder? Was it somewhere around there? It was. It, was, it wasn't. But it was. It was well inside Parky's range. Right. That's what, and that's yeah. that's what that's what I was saying. So for me, it was. That's you know, that's yeah, and there wasn't even like a bots hold. It was no. nothing that t- that said, "Oh fuck, he's gonna blow this." Yes, there's nothing that was that would lead you to think that way. Now with the so we, I'll give you your credit for picking the fucking Eagles. So be it. I'm more impressed with their defense. I thought Trubisky would do a little bit better. Are you really? Because that's Chicago Bears offense. It has been off and on all year. Well, Alan Hearns had his best game of the year. Oh, or not Alan Hearns. Geez, Alan Robinson had his not, best game of the year. I must not bring up what happened to Alan Hearns. That was ugly. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, there were three other games. We, we touched on the Charger game. Right. We've now touched on the Bear-Eagle game. <sighs> yep. I know you hate the Colts and you hate the Texans. Yeah. But you They're have to put, you have to, but you got to be somewhat impressed. With what? The indie defense. I don't even know if I am. I don't know if I'm, or just terrible game plan by Houston's offense. That's how little I think of these two teams. I know, I know, I know. You can't stand either one of them, which is why you have clearly gone on record and said, "Whoever wins this game ain't advancing past the division." I give them zero percent chance. Right. I'm giving the Colts maybe at best a ten percent chance, barring some active. I am. I hope Luck gets his doors blown off. I, I I don't this team's they're not good. They are not a good football team. Okay, I'm gonna uh, the only thing I will say is the year the Steelers won Super Bowl forty, we were the sixth seed. How many times have you seen a, a hot six seed, i.e. Philly right now, sure, and the Colts right now, come into the playoffs? I'm not against a six seed. Right. I understand the Colts might be the worst on paper six seed not, we've seen. I don't care if you're a six seed or a twenty seed in the playoffs. I don't care what your seed is. They are a bad football team. 
that is not that well, not well coached. Luck is not an elite quarterback. They don't have an elite playmaker on offense. T.Y. Hilton's not the same since his injuries. Darius Leonard's a stud. That Colt offensive line has come together. Quentin Nelson is a stud. They are not that good. My New York Jets, with Sam Darnold, put up a 40 spot. They couldn't put up a 40 spot in five games sometimes, let alone one. In one. All I, I'm, don't get me wrong. We're, we're going to touch on this in the, yeah, when we... They aren't that we, good. I they get, aren't even worth discussing. But you got sometimes the hot hand has to be feared. No. I'm, it does. I would fear the Miami Dolphins more. I would fear the Cincinnati Bengals more. That's how little I think okay, of Okay, you shut your goddamn mouth. The goddamn Bengals are worthless. And also, by the way, congrats to Cincinnati. You finally got rid of Marvin Lewis. Thank fuck for you guys. I, I'm not I'm not thrilled about that, but that had to be done. I feel I would fear Dalton, Mixon, and AJ Green and Eifert way more than I fear Luck, Mac, Ebron, and Hilton. All I'm saying is I don't think the Colts are winning this next game either. I don't think it's gonna be a game. But there's a but there the hot hand sometimes just can pull all the right. I screens. don't think there's gonna be a football game. Let's okay. move on. I don't want to okay. talk about the Indianapolis Colts anymore, they're a waste. Okay. So as far as well, I'm gonna make you talk about the fucking Colts again. You there's four games coming up this weekend. Right. The first one just so happens to be the Colts at Arrowhead. I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, how could you not? I'm I mean, I'm, the I'm going out there in a too. lopsided score. Uh, you, I'm you not like saying to, it's gonna be a blowout. You like to throw out numbers, so give me your give me your give me your score here. 31-21, 31-24. I I think score wise, it'll be closer than the game is. Yeah. Because I don't, I'm not that impressed with Kansas City's defense. No. Uh, Indianapolis has moved the ball at times. Yeah. I just think that it's going to be a shootout, and I think Kansas City's offense is going to really put you know a good beating on Indianapolis's day. That's that's not. A stretch. I just don't think this is even a good matchup for Indianapolis. Forget my personal dislike for them. I just don't. You know, if they were playing Baltimore. If they were playing the Chargers, can, we uh, could talk. Indy, Indy's defense, I don't think, stacks up well with the number one offense. In no, the I don't think too many people stack up with Kansas City's offense. It, the only people that could would be Baltimore, maybe Chicago. All right, well, let's go to the next game. Next game. This game intrigues me the most. Oh, this is this is going to be fun. This is good shit. We got Phillip Rivers going yep. to Gillette. Yep. The Chargers choke. This is the best team. This is the best Charger team, by the way, that Rivers has probably ever had. I don't know about that. We could debate Unless that he later. had LT and Gates in their prime. We could debate like 10, that later. 12 years ago. Yeah. And Unless we, we're talking Junior Seau as yes. their middle linebacker. Unless you're Sean talking Merriman days. And- right. Okay. Point is, in the last five years, this is by far the best Charger team they've ever this had. This is going to be the key to the game. Does San Diego do anything stupid to shoot itself in the foot? They That's, cannot do that. If they yeah. do not do that, they will win this game. Yep. I, I think the likelihood they win this game is under 20%. I, I see it being 24-21 Patriots. And I see the San Diego shooting themselves in the foot a few times. Okay. Whether it's a missed field goal. Why? What, what, what about this team tells you that they're going to, uh, aside from letting the Ravens back in that game in the fourth quarter last week. How many times has this San Diego team lost close games in the regular season and postseason? On stupid shit. Yeah, I know. Whether it's interception on a tip ball, stu- right. missed field goals, uh, blocked punts, bad punts, something stupid. 
Okay. Uh, maybe maybe it's gonna be fourth down, game on the line, and they get a roughing the passer. They're calling Tom Brady. Something stupid where you go, you gotta be kidding me. Okay. It's, that's what's gonna happen. Okay. If they don't have any of those, they win this game. You you've spoken your piece. Give me the Chargers. This is matchup hell for Tom Brady. Yeah, I agree. This is if I'm Tom Brady, this is the one team I don't want to play. I agree. This are the fucking Bears. No. Ingram and Bosa. Yeah, they're, they're going to raise They them. are. This game is on them, not Rivers. This right. game is on those two. If those we two. Saw, we saw Pittsburgh beat them in a dogfight. Why? Because the pass rush was getting him off balance. If those two play the way they did in Baltimore, this is going to be a good game. For sure. They have to be. If they are in that bag, Tom Brady cannot move like Lamar Jackson. And I will say, if there's one safety right now I trust Derwin. to completely shut down Gronk. James no, might be. Well, first of all, Gronk's done. Gronk's, I, but, I trust any safety right now to shut Gronk Right. Down. But point is, if Sean Davis can do it, fucking Derwin James can do no, it. No, any, any safety. I don't. Gronk is not. Gronk's not Gronk. Whatever. He never will be again. No. Point is, I have a feeling all of most of Brady's completions are going to be inside 10 yards, and it's going to be methodical, long. Drives. And the more you, the more plays you give the San Diego defense, the more likely they are to come up with a big play. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is this San Diego team. Their offense, I don't know how Philip Rivers feel. I think their defense is going to go in with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. The only thing you don't want to see is remember those old Patriot Ravens games where Terrell Suggs would get a uh, roughing the passer yep. call or, or Bart Scott got that yep. pass interference in the end zone where it, yep. you just don't want them to play so, I don't want to say so. You don't want them to play with so much emotion that it interferes with their game. I think they're going to come out like that old Ravens defense with Ray Lewis and Bart Scott and Ned Reed and Suggs and who else am I missing? Nada. Yeah. Mosley, when he was younger, I think yeah. he's. They're going to give this Patriots offense a run. I don't think this Patriots offense is nearly as good as past years. No. I think San Diego, again, I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm going to take them 27 to 21. But I could see it being a loss. You're uh, taking the Pats 27-21. No, no, the Chargers. Oh, you're going to take the Chargers. I cannot say the Patriots will win. But if they do win, it's going to be 24-20. It's only going to be because yeah. San Diego shoots themselves in the foot. Yeah. San Diego's going to outplay New England. Make no mistake of it. Yeah. They're gonna, if you watch a game and see the score, San Diego will yeah. outplay them. Yeah. Just will they shoot themselves I in the foot? I think at a certain point, old reliable gets old, and the Patriots are old as fuck. A young... Yeah. Super talented team, led by a guy who knows what the fuck he's doing. That th- that's a recipe for disaster. And th- if there's there's that that pass rush is designed to fuck with Tom Brady, get him out of his rhythm, oh, and make no him do the, pull the rare Listen, dumb shit out of him. Bosa and Ingram, if those boys come to play, Brady's gonna be in for a long day. Giselle mm-hmm. is not gonna be happy. Yeah, well. Fuck, fuck forget Giselle. Giselle. I'm just saying, she is not right. going to be a happy woman. She's going to see her man getting eating a lot of dirt. Get at me in the comments. Who looks more like a horse, Giselle Bunchin or or Lawrence from Clemson? Wow. Next Listen, up, Brady's wife. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Neither do I. What do we got next? Cowboys Rams. Oh, a terrible matchup. Rams are going to win this game. The terrible one, matchup with the Cowboys. The one thing you couldn't afford if you were Dallas is you don't have many receivers. And then you lost your number two. And is I understand Hearns. I don't know. Okay, point is, Amari Cooper, 
this game is probably going to get double teamed the entire time. I think he's going to. I don't think Jarwin is 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 the elite pass catching tight end. He's not Witten. He's not. I don't think this that, is a terrible matchup for the Cowboys. Yeah, they are not going to be able to. Even if the Rams are not on their game, their offense just does not have what it takes to be in this game. Yeah, you need. We saw how to beat the Rams, and you need firepower. Yes, you do. If you don't have it, you're in trouble. Let's talk about this next game, Eagles Saints. Eagles Saints. So just just real quick to make the record clear. You're taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams in a lopsided game. I think the Rams Cowboys is going to be similar to Chiefs Colts. I don't know what the scoreboard's going to say, but it's going to be a game where the Rams are dominating. I'll, I'll take a. Th- I'll go on the on the limb and say 31-21. 31-21, Yeah, question. two possession game, and I, I don't think it's really ever one of those games where you're like, oh boy, the Cowboys here they cut. It's yeah, just the, be like, the Dallas defense. The bottom line is, is, is good enough to force a couple turnovers. The, bo- the bottom line is the Rams are just better than the Cowboys, just like the Chiefs are just better than the Colts. Yeah. In all aspects of the game. I, I would take the Cowboys' defense over the Rams, but the maybe, offense, there's such maybe, a gap. Would you, though, because you have Saw and Donald and those two corners and Tlaib and Peters and Joyner? Maybe not. So yeah, I, this next yeah. game intrigues me. Eagle Saints? Eagle Saints. Are you going to do what I think you're going to do? I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Oh. But I'll tell you what. If it was Eagles-Rams, first of all, the Eagles just beat the Rams. Yeah. I am not going to doubt if Nick Foles goes in there and wins this game. I think the Saints are better. I like Breeze over Foles. I like I like Thomas over Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like their Saints offensive line over the Eagles offensive line. Yep. This game is in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And I can see it on your face. You're going to pick the fucking Eagles, aren't you? I am taking Big Dick Nick. Oh, you son of a bitch. And he is going to take us to the NFC Championship game. Us? He's going to take us. You're not a Jet fan. Go fuck yourself. We're we're going in there. We're going to win this game 27-24. Oh, you're out of your fucking mind. Yes, I am. Okay. 27-24. So just like last week, we differ on two games. Listen, on one game. Listen, I just want to make this clear, though. If the Saints do it, I'm not going to be surprised. I'm just riding. I felt a sensation. I told you about this before we did podcast episode one. With Nick Foles on that team, there's a different swagger. There's yeah. a different sense of feeling that they can... I, I don't think the Eagles are better than the Saints. Because they're I not. They're not. The Saints are, in my opinion... The I, most complete team in The most complete team, yes. They can pass, they can run. They can rush the pass, passer. And they shut down, and they're the number one run defense in the NFL. And their secondary has been way improved since week one this year when yeah. they got blown, the doors blown off by the Bucs. I just cannot go against Nick Rapoles right now. That's fine. I'm not saying he's going to play a great game. I'll do it. I'll do yeah. it. You think it'll, let me ask you this. Do you agree it will be... Foles will keep them in the game. I could see. Do you this agree that game... this will be the second best game this weekend? Oh, by far. Okay. No, the, the NFC. Well, okay. Pat's Chargers to me is the game of the week. Yes, I agree. But Super Bowl defending champion against the overall number one seed in the NFL is always intriguing. Especially, there's something about New Orleans. There's something. Th- this team has that kind of. Factor this year. I agree. The that o- Eagles defense, they can play. Yeah. Here's how the Eagles are going to win this game. Yeah. If they do. They are going to need to force a big turnover. One. One. Uh, For a guy that. that does not turn the football over in Drew Brees. Yeah. Here's my They point. cannot let Brees go on these long, methodical, yeah, wear him out. eight to ten minute drives and end up with seven. They cannot do that. Yeah. 
They are going to need a couple of big plays from Nick Foles to Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. They are going to need a couple of good returns and on punt returns. They are going to need to force constant pressure on Breeze, which is going to cause one of those turnovers. Mm-hmm. And they are going to need to win. They are going to need them to hit all their field goals. They need to do everything right. And New Orleans have to do a bunch of things wrong in order for this to happen. And I think it can happen, and I think it will happen. Well, anything can happen. It's football. We've sure. seen. But here's here's my thing. I'm going with Nick Foles. Go ahead. You're I, you're wrong. I'm I'm going to just say it now. You're fucking wrong. There's no way in hell. I'm riding this wave. Go go ahead. Be the, ride the fucking wave. This Saints team, to me, too good. I I know. I I understand what you're saying. I'm not arguing what you're saying. I'm just saying I've liked Foles. Better than Wentz as the Eagles quarterback, even and, though I love Wentz. And I also, just, there's there's very few teams in the NFL, even when the Saints suck, their home field advantage is, oh, means incredible. more than 90, I, 85, 90% of their I couldn't of agree more. All I'm saying is, I told you before, when Foles is about to be named the starter due to Carson Wentz's fracture, I said there's a certain percent of this team has when he plays, and they are better. They played better. They beat the Rams in L.A. Yep. They beat... The Bears in Soldier Field. Just to say, those are the two top teams in the NFC. Two of the three. Two of the three. They went to their state and beat them. They beat the Rams in a shootout. They beat the Bears in a defensive battle. Can they beat New Orleans in New Orleans and complete the trifecta? Can they do it? And I'll tell you, I don't know if they do, but if they do, hats off. Because no other team in the NFL has beaten all three this year. Away! None of them at home. On the road. I'm going to tell you right now. Eagles win this game. I think they could probably make it to the Super Bowl. I disagree. You don't think they could beat the Rams no. again? No. Okay. I don't. I don't. I, for I don't think they're beating the Rams twice in LA. I just don't think that's happening. Okay. I'm saying if they do this, they have they have they peak and then die. Then my question to you is this. Go ahead. I I I know what my answer is. Do you keep Nick Foles as your starting quarterback? For, okay. If I Foles do. gets you through this game, yes, you you can't take him out. Also, you have too much invested in Wentz. If he gets hurt again and fucks his back up, we don't need another Ryan Chazier scenario where another do, guy loses do, career to a back injury. Do you? Tra- I trade Carson Wentz from the Eagles if I win this game. You've said that already. I still think you're fucking insane for saying that. But whatever. The no, case I'm may not. Be. What do you? You keep him as your backup. You kept you 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 gave up so much. So you Wentz. get back the same amount, um, dude. Sometimes you can't. He's he's he's, he's got a he's got a, literally a broken back and a reconstructed knee. Wentz's value now is lower than it was when he was coming out Look, of Dakota State. Can I ask something? Can I ask something? Go ahead. If you go through, you climb mountains, and and you defy laws of physics. I don't know. I'm gonna get what's in now to 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 date a girl. Okay. You end up dating her. Mm-hmm. She's a real bitch. Yep. You stay with her because you're like, I did all this just to date you. Do you do that? No, you don't. You say, oh, my God, what a waste. Let me just cut I my would, losses here. I would love, do me a favor. If, if any of the people that follow us on social media are Eagle fans, please chime in on this. Write to the page. Do something because I would love, I'm not an Eagle fan. I, I'm not going to speak to this. What I will say, you guys Please let me know what the fuck your opinion on this if is. If Nick Foles wins this game, Eagle fans, if Nick Foles wins this game, that would have meant he went to L.A., won. He goes to Soldier Field, wins. Did he win that game in Dallas at the end of the year? He did. He went to Jerry World, wins. 
won you a Super Bowl last year. Not versus any AFC team. Versus Tom Brady and Bill Belichick against all odds. Not only did he win, he outshot Tom Brady. That was a shootout, and he outdid him. Shootout, outdid him. Crazy plays happened. Some things that we will never see again happen. But he did it. You're telling me if he gets to the NFC Championship game this year, regardless of what he does in LA, if, if LA, if the Rams win, which I think they you're will, you're not going to trade once. There's no. I am. Way. I am trading once, and Nick Foles is my starting quarterback going forward. Good thing you're it not, opens up salary good cap. Thing, good thing you're Hold not on. The GM. It opens up salary cap. I can rebuild my team for the future and win now with Nick Foles. You're not I want to know what you guys think about you're that. Not, you're not fucking trading Wentz. I'm not. I am trading Carson Wentz. I'm not going. That's down just me. That's what I'm doing. I. I'm All right. On that note, we're moving on. This. Next topic. Yeah, Saints are winning that game. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. All right. 100%. Next topic. We'll talk about this. Next, next topic. Thank God, there's no football left to discuss. On to baseball. You're in my bread and butter. What is there to really to discuss? Well. The, you the guys three, got the three. Well, I mean, well, we you just, guys got Keon Broxton. Keon Broxton, J.D. Davis, traded Plawecki. That's great for the Mets. I mean, all that all that says to me is is uh, Keon Broxton is a Lagaris. Mm-hmm. I think they're roughly the same. I think Lagaris is one year older. Yeah, they're low. Yeah. I think Luan Lagaris actually has a better career batting average. Both have Gold Glove potential. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I'm gonna say is, why do you have both? I don't think they're gonna keep both. Probably not. Uh, I think this move was meant to pair Lagaris up with a prospect, like I said last week, and yeah. trade him. Either that, either that, or Broxton is an appealing option for a potentially different partner. I have one. I have one thing I'd like to debate here. Sure, go ahead. Kelvin yeah. Herrera was signed for two years. I think nine mil a yeah, year. It was cheap. Yeah, it was like under twenty. Total. Why are you getting familiar over Herrera? Um, I don't care. Familiar, I know is better statistically. They're the, the same age. I think Herrera's 30. The, the first thing that jumps out to me, and this is not even that strong of a point, really, You, I can't say Familia is the most hated Met of all time, but he does know how to play in New York. Yes. He, but you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. Who outpitched two in the World Series in 2015? Because I'll tell you what, if it wasn't Familia in that quick pitch, we win game one. Yeah, and I, if it wasn't for Millie in 2016, we might have won that game against the Giants in extra innings. Yeah, I, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I like. I'm just saying. I understand why they didn't want to sh- spend the 15 mil or the three extra mil of the years for Britton or Andrew Miller. I get that. Mm-hmm. Herrera came cheaply. I would have looked a little, and I'm nitpicking here. Yeah, I would because you got to remember it's not our closer; it's our setup man. Mm-hmm. I would have won for Herrera just for the fact that it wouldn't have looked like I'm bringing back the same band. That's the only thing I'm saying. Even if Familia would have been better. I'm not debating who's better. Yeah. Familia is probably better. But I just don't want to bring this I'm curious to see Familia in a full year of of the setup man role. Where he's not the closer. You know, the one thing I will say... He was in a weird platoon in Oakland that all roads ended at Blake Trident. No, and I will say this about Familia. I think it's pretty cool of him to... Not be like, oh, I'm a closer, and that's all I fucking am. Accept the role. Well, not even a setup role. Just he was willing to accept any. No, accept the role. Right, and not be the closer. Right, right. And he didn't have an issue with that. And to give a hometown discount, which he definitely did. You'd also have to think too, and I'm sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Familia is married, probably as a kid or two. I don't know. If he is, at least if he's engaged or dating somebody serious, whatever. I've always put stock in 
like Piscotti. When I love Piscotti. Right. But like last year with his mom getting sick he, he and him being trade. from the Bay Area. Yeah. He, you know, I always think that there's a bit of a home factor. When you're familiar, you've been in the league for a bunch of years now. You probably had to have had your shop pretty set up in somewhere in and around City. I, I agree. I'm just saying I don't know if I would have brought him back, even if he wanted to come back. Yeah. Well, I'm saying from Familia's standpoint, when that contract was floated his way, yes. there had to be a part of him that says, I don't have to move. I don't have to. That's a huge major headache that me, that myself nor my significant other has to deal with. Right. That has to matter. It has to. And he's he's familiar with the fans. He's familiar with the with the with the ballpark. Familiar with the clubhouse. Yes. There's, and he was just in a playoff race last year, so he might be hungry the way the rest of Van Wagenen's team is expected to be. I yeah I get why I'm just saying that that. Now, I would have liked to speak to Ben Wagner or BVW, whatever we want to call him, just to ask, hey, man, why did you do this? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I just wanted to know why. That Yeah, that's fine. You know who I would love to talk to on the why? Who? I took. Remember how I said last week that Seattle is my, my question mark team of, like, what are you doing? But I looked at what they've actually done, and I'm starting to understand the methodology behind the moves they're making and pretty much why they're doing it. I understand... The Japanese players like Kikuchi are always going to be drawn to a to a like a very much a like a West Coast market. What they're doing to me actually doesn't seem that odd anymore because they on paper I don't think they really got that much worse. Like when you traded Segura, you at least got back J.P. Crawford. You got young upstart talent for established talent. That's not that's not the issue that anybody has had with what they've done. No, my well, but that's the thing. What looked to me as a crazy teardown for no reason, actually, it, it, it looks like more of a retooling than a rebuild. The team that, to me, still has the question mark over their head is Cleveland. I don't know what they're doing. Nothing that they've done makes any sense to me at all, aside from maybe shedding salary. And the other team to me that's fascinating is Cincinnati. Because I'm curious to see who they keep bringing in. We know they're in the in the running for Dallas Keuchel, and you know a couple other maybe low level guys like maybe the Josh Harrisons of the world. Have Did you a, know Dallas Keuchel turned down and I think it was a ninety million dollar deal from who the Astros? Oh, to stay? Yeah, I don't think he's getting that money anywhere else. I think he wants to change the scenery. Really, from a World Series contending team? Well, I think well, year in and year remember, out right now. Two three years ago, Keuchel was their number one. He was their ace. Now he's their what? Number three, at best. So what are you trying to say? You're not you're not big boy on campus anymore. Well, remember how we d- we just said Familia accepted a new role with a familiar team. Yeah, I don't think Keuchel is the same way. Correct. I think Keuchel has a bit of an ego issue right now. Well, you got Verlander, you got Cole, right? And um, look at the teams that have shown interest in Keuchel. They the like Phillies. Cincinnati, Philly. See, I mean, if he goes to the Phillies, he's not their number one. He's their number two, maybe their three. They have Nola, Nola and and uh, what the fuck's the other I'm guy? I'm missing name. one of the guys. I know. Yeah, but um, I think he'd be their number three. Probably. Who the hell are we missing? Yeah, I, I'm drawing All a blank right, on his okay. name, but nonetheless, he's not their ace in Philly. Right. In Cincinnati, he's their far and away best ace. Not even close. But. Cincinnati is in a weird spot where they can spend, they can you know blow their load on him and then have no other money because right. of the Votto contract. So 
I would have to think a, a bigger market team, not like Washington. Washington, I don't think, has any room for Dallas Keuchel on their team. No, but no. I could see a team like maybe Atlanta jumping in the mix on him. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't they, think they're they going to do start it. it. They would, no, 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 no. There's no doubt they need Keuchel. Let me ask you. Well, you I, think I, also, that good? I also don't think the Yankees would do have Do you think Keuchel's good I right do. now? Uh, he, he's not what he was. you think he's anything better than a three? I don't. I would no. not take him on my staff unless he's a three. I would take him as a depth play. Like if I'm, he if, wants to be an ace, but he's not gonna. But if he's not, so then go to Cincinnati and die, and and uh, and, and have fun not making the playoffs for the for Luke, the, basically the duration. He might. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't want a guy like that in my. If I'm a winning organization, first of all, I don't even want him on my team at this point. If you're gonna turn down 90 mil from an Astros, who are the best team in baseball, arguably, yeah, and are gonna be for the next three years. Mm-hmm. Those young core guys are not going anywhere. Yep. Plus, how many prospects do the Astros have? Their farm system is stacked. It's taken some hits. I know, like, the Cole trade definitely moves Come some on, guys. Luke. They're good. Yeah, but they're not as strong as the White Sox. They're not as strong as Atlanta. And I could argue they're maybe on the same level right now as the Yankees system. You know what the difference between them and Atlanta and Chicago is? What? That they've already that won a World Series and they're already there. Right. Atlanta's not far off. I don't, I do. I think they're very far off. On 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 that progression where you don't you don't see a fucking mirror image between how Houston won a World Series and what Atlanta's trying to do? I see no 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 no. The 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 course of actions I see are very similar. Here's what I see is different. Atlanta got swept by the Dodgers, and I don't think the Dodgers are good. I don't think any team in the National League right now can match up with the Red Sox or the Astros. Or you know what? For the Yankees, for that matter. And that, I don't even like to say that. But I think it's true. Yeah. I think that those three teams are... I don't think... Do honestly, let's just take the teams in the National League. The Dodgers, the Brewers. Cubs. The Cubs. Braves and, let's just say... Braves, Car- Nationals. Let's just say the Cardinals. Just to Cardinals, oh, Braves, yeah. Nationals, Diamondbacks, Rockies, Mets. All the teams that could be in the mix. Yeah. I mean, let's, now let's go to the AL. You got the Yankees, you got the Red Sox. The Rays won 90 fucking games. Yeah, the Rays have to be taken seriously. Okay. Yep. You have the Indians, who they're no I don't know why they don't play well in the postseason, but they're a good they're a good baseball team. Well, Cleveland was one game away from a World Series. And and who do we have in the West? You have the Astros. The Astros, they're in the Yeah, that's right. They are in the West. I keep thinking and Oakland. In the Central. And Oakland. Oakland they're in, Oakland dude, Oakland's going to be good for a long time. I'm just saying, <laughs> all those teams sound better to me. They yeah. do. They just sound better. The National League in baseball is wide open. Mm-hmm. If the Dodgers get Bryce Harper, we'll have a different that discussion. That that door. We'll have a different yeah. discussion. Until that happens, if it does happen, yeah. right now, the AL is the powerhorse of baseball. Yeah. Or the Phillies, we could throw them in there uh, for the National League, right? They yeah, can. if they keep Other spending, that, yeah. If you can, any of those teams we just mentioned, if you're like, yeah, man, they made the World Series this year, I wouldn't be surprised. All it's going to take is a team to get hot. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers could be easily be beat. Yeah. If any one of those teams I just mentioned, all 12 of them, between the Mets, the Phillies, the yep. Braves, the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Brewers, yep. then we got the uh, Nationals, yep. the Dodgers, the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. even the Giants, that's 11 teams right there. If any one of those teams made it to the World Series, yep. would you really be that shocked? The only one that would shock me would be the Giants, but... If they made a couple of moves, I'm just saying, yeah. would it really, really shock you as much as if I were to say the... Uh, the Rays made the World Series? 
The Rays were a 91 team last year. Yeah, but the Rays are arguably the most well-managed team in baseball. It doesn't matter. Which one would surprise you more? Between the Giants or the Rays? No. Between any of those teams in the National League or the Rays? I would say the Rays just because of roadblocks. Right. That's that's my point. Yeah. So the National League is wide open baseball. Yeah. That's fair. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't think there's anything, you know. Yeah. All... All I'll say is this. We know the NL is wide open. That's fine. You see Philly keep making like the Robertson move was a good, was a, actually a great move for them because that's their fucking closer now. They overpaid. but Well, whatever. But that's the market. Did the Yankees overpay, overpay for Britain? No. Dude, so you thought Britain was better than Robertson? Britain's 30 years old. Robertson's 36 years old. Britain's going to be there for the next five or six years. Potentially. Yeah. I know it's only a three-year deal. Barring his second contract, yeah. But, but what I'm saying is this guy is going to have good stuff for the next five or six years, and he's a lefty, nonetheless. Yeah. Nonetheless, he's a lefty on top yeah. of it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. You lay out the. You've laid out the roadmap for the Mets. Seemingly every episode of like what they do. I didn't. No, I didn't say anything about them. Well, well, no, no. But I'm saying like we, we've seen you do this with the Mets. Yeah. The Yankees, to me, if you go get out of Vino, you you lose nothing in terms of what you had in the bullpen. No, and that uh, I I disagree. Well, whatever. Point is, you still have Batances, Britton, Chapman. See, that scares me. Well, Batances is shaky as shit. So is Chapman. I know. Britton could arguably be your closer. Off if Chapman and on goes on a fucking. Off move. and on. I think. I think out of Vano, I if I were the Yankees, I would like to see one or two things: Robertson or Andrew Miller. Well, yeah, Robertson with us was always good. It's just a guy you can trust. Yeah, I That's know. That's all. That's all. I know. No, no, no. I, 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 you're not wrong. If you can capture Britain from Baltimore pre-injury, you, you... I still don't trust them. I don't care who it is. Right. Time, I don't, time will tell on that one. Yankees still need another starter, my opinion. You th- what kind of starter are you be talking? You're talking a starter or are you talking like a top I don't. Player? I wouldn't mind us having Keuchel as a three behind do, Paxton do and Severino. Do you know that... that uh, who was it? In serious talks, the White Sox, I think, are in serious talks with the Giants for Bumgarner. Which oh, yeah, I saw that last night. Bumgarner's available. I know he is. Why? Why are no, why? Because are the White Sox are one of maybe am, five teams that can pay the price. If I am Brian Cashman. Yep. I'm giving you Ann Duhar. I'm giving you Floreal. Frazier. No. You're, I would give you Frazier, sure, but I don't think that's gonna. Realistically, I'll say this. I'll say this. Here's what here's what I'll say. Give me, give me Posey and Bumgarner. I know this. I'm just gonna throw something crazy out there. I know it's not gonna happen. No, but that actually give makes me sense. Posey and Bumgarner for the price you just said. I better and I will Posey give you too. Sanchez and Duhar, Florial and Frazier. I would take that. I think that helps both teams. Yeah. Short term and long term. Yep. And also, we don't cross paths. You don't cross paths. So Sanchez can't never burn play. you. No. It's like the World Series. You get a, you're, you're giving the Giants some much-needed... You're giving them four starters, potentially. You're also in that giving offense. them youth, which they youth desperately need. Youth and four need. starters. You're giving the Giants and Duhar, Gary Sanchez, mm-hmm. Floreal, and Frazier. Three of those four can start yep. immediately. Floreal can probably come up. Well, Floreal still needs time. Not that much. His ETA is twenty twenty, so he's, he's not that. A, you can call him up at the end of the year this year, the middle of the year. Yeah, right. But yeah, he's not going to be in your opening day roster. No. For sure. Bumgarner gives the Yankees that dog of an ace. And he gives them a catcher who can actually catch. Well, it gives them two that can actually catch. Because Romine's solid as fuck back there, too. Right. And it gives them a good team player in Posey. Yeah. 
He's and, quiet. And, and, and Posey can also platoon between catching and first, first base. base. I he, agree. Fills, he fills a secondary. And, and you know, he's a good. I, I actually think he's a bitch. But listen, listen. Bryce he got Harper. He's blown out. Bryce Harper <laughs> attacked his pitcher and he just stood there. And when asked why, he goes, basically what he insinuated was, I knew he did it on purpose and I didn't agree with it. You're a fucking bitch, bro. You are a fucking bitch. <laughs> That's true. Well, hey, at least when Miguel Cabrera got in that fight with Romine, Gary Sanchez slid in there like Call of Duty and started fucking throwing cheap Listen, shots. Listen, I know. <laughs> Listen, I think Posey would handle New York just fine. Bumgarner can yeah. handle any situation. Just well, just fine. I, Posey to me is is an unfazable player. I think I really think that you if you're Cashman, I think if you call up the GM of the Giants and say I'm going to give you Andujar, Sanchez, yeah, Florial and Frazier. I'll even throw in Voight or Bird. So are you? So so I'm just saying I would do it if I'm cash. So then my two. So then let me just. So Posey immediately becomes my opening day first baseman. In that no. scenario, let me tell you. I would. I would actually Gr- hold up. Would the, Would you keep Bird or Voight? I would say I'd give him Bird. I'd give but him I think Bird. Bird's a better player than Voight. Because Brandon. Because also the Giants need a first baseman. Bird, Bird at least, if he's healthy. Listen, can go if, pl- can will start. the Giants accept Bird and Duhar Sanchez, Florial and Frazier? If That's I'm, five. If you I'm, are rebuilding their if, whole offense. If, if I'm Farhan Zaidi and I'm getting Andujar, Voight, Florial, Frazier, Clint Frazier, and Sanchez, and Gary fucking Sanchez, Voight or Bird, one of your picking. Okay, either one. And I'm saying, give me Bumgarner. You better and give Posey. me fucking Bumgarner. Yeah, and you get Posey. Bumgarner and Posey. Yeah. Where do you put the Yankees? Stack them against Boston. And Houston. They're still... I say they're better than Boston. Here's... You got Bumgarner. That puts them better in Boston. I will take Bumgarner all day over sale. Yeah. I would, I would too. Especially and Boston, yeah. Boston has no bullpen right now. That's very true. I mean, not. I mean, when I mean none, I mean... Who That's half the reason you have to sign out of Eno. Just to keep him away from Boston. I hope the Yankees sign him because I think this guy sucks. Well, right. Well, you he have... had one good year. You do not overpay for relievers that have one good year. You do not do that. It is the golden mistake in baseball. They have one good year. You overpay for them, and then they do nothing this year. Yeah, I mean, well, come on, figure it out already. Well, you may if you take a Yankee lineup that scores more than anybody, and you keep adding a Posey, a potentially a Manny Machado. The bullpen is is pointless. At that I'm point. just saying, if they sign Machado, you get Posey and Bumgarner. Where do you put them in the AL? I put them. There, I put there. them a one B to Houston's one A. Yeah. The only reason I Boston put Houston still above, make the playoffs, though. Sure, I put Boston at two. The only reason I would put Houston ahead of them is because Houston they haven't beat Houston yet. Until they do, they're they're notch below. Yeah, that's fine. But I would put, that would put them ahead of Boston. That that makes them win 110 games. Potentially, again, a lot of shit. Like look at Boston last year. They won what 108. Yeah. Nobody got hurt for that long. The Yankees won 100 games, and we lost Aaron Judge for two and a half months. Yeah, but you know what? The, that, that doesn't matter, I think. I think that the Yankees' pitching was not as good as Boston's pitching. Well, of course not, because Severino forgot how to pitch after the All-Star game. Yeah, he sure did. Right. I think you need a veteran starter. Same argument I made with you last week or a week or two ago with the Grom for Syndergaard. Yes. You have a young stud who needs the right role model. To emulate, like, a, like Bumgarner's a pitcher. A pitcher can teach a thrower how to pitch. Yeah, sure. It's not the other way around. No. Right. So, a Bumgarner, I'm not, I don't think Keiko can fill that role, but a Bumgarner could do wonders with Severino. And I also think getting rid of Gary 
if I'm getting Posey, better games are getting called. Getting rid of Gary Sanchez. Oh, shit. Getting rid of Gary Sanchez and replacing him with Posey would not would only help offensively and defensively. Posey's not going to hit as many home runs as Sanchez. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, he's going to put more balls in the gap. And I'll tell yeah. you what, he knows when he can strike out, when he can't. He is a be- he's just a better pure hitter. Yeah. He is he is fundamentally solid. Yeah. Doesn't strike out much. Knows when to take the big swing, knows when he needs to put the ball in play. He knows the game of baseball. Oh yeah. He knows when to run out of ground ball. He knows that, hey, listen, I'm 30 something now. I've had my yeah. fair share. When I can't, but he knows when he has to. Mm-hmm. Sanchez is pure talent. I don't think he knows the game of baseball that well. Yeah, I don't think he could have an in-depth conversation about it. I don't. I think he knows how to hit a baseball far, and that's about it. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, he still cannot hit a fucking slider to save his life. Yeah, that man can. This pitcher will tell him, "I am throwing a slider in the dirt." This man cannot lay off of it. Yeah. He well, is no match for well, that. All I'm saying is this: if you're the Yankees, you still have. A couple moves that need to be made. Tulowitzki to me does not fix really any of your problems. If you let him no, be the he listen, helps. But we said this is, last week. If you get anything out of him, I think you great. will. I think you will. I just don't think it'll be for a long duration. Right. That's what scares me. Why did we not sign Echeverria to, to back him up anyway? I think you know you're going to get Machado. Great. So then, what do you do with who? Does Tulo play second? No, he's he's not playing anything but shortstop. Cashman said, and so did he. That's the only reason they signed. So where are you putting Andujar at first? What do you mean? Maybe Andujar DHs. I don't know. All I know is what Cashman and Tulowitzki said. Tulowitzki is our opening day starting shortstop. He will not play any other position, and he okay. has no trade clause not to get traded anywhere else. So it seems to me as though Tulowitzki is penciled in at shortstop, and nothing else. That's fine. No you, minor league option. Then give me Echeverria as a pure depth guy. As a straight glove. I don't think so. I think you wait. Dude, listen. You can do what the Mets did, okay? And you're not going to No, but what I'm saying is you could find those guys out there. Yeah. And and, and Scooter Well, Jeanette's, the guy I want is still out there, and I haven't heard who? a fuck. Josh Lowry? Harrison. Oh, I haven't heard any. I was going to say Jed Lowry. Lowry would be good, but I, I, Josh Harrison to me is a spark. Listen, I, all, a these spark guys, all guy. these guys are still out there. Right. My point to you, Luke, is that none of these, they're all, not, my point is this. There are plenty of moves that could be made if the Yankees do not get Manny Machado. Oh, for sure. Or even if they do get him, there are plenty of moves still to be made. Oh, yeah. The thing is, do they get Machado? And that's it. Gut feeling would still have to tell you yes. I still say yes. Yeah. I don't think, unless they're going to lowball him so by like 50 mil, which I don't think they're going to do. If if Hal Steinbrenner can go out there and say we're going to spend whatever it takes, then pay fucking Machado. Right. Because you you can't... Wait another year, and maybe Andujar has been practicing all winter, and so be for it. What? For what? On defense. I don't care. What do you Point know? is, you can't just sit back and let. You can't play the what if game. Well, oh, well, if we don't get Machado, well, maybe we can get Arenado next. You can't play that. No, that's a game the New York Mets play only. Right. It, well, right, and that's that, no offense to you. That's, that's a dumb suck. way of operating. Oh, it's terrible. Right. I'm just saying, that's not, no. I think the Yankees are going to end up with Machado. I really do. Right. And I, point, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you another thing I think about the Yankees. I don't think they get another top-line starter. Okay, so give me a guy you think they, if they add one more arm, because you know Gray's going to end up getting traded at some point. Yeah, I don't think Who's, well, who's, then who fills that last, CeCe's your five. Tanaka. Tanaka right now is your two or three. Paxton's your two, two or three. Two or three. Severino's your one. One or two. And then you got the lefty, 
What's his name? Montgomery still hurt. When's he come back? All star break. Oh, so we don't even know. Right, and then um, he's gonna—he's probably gonna be in the minors the whole year when he comes back, just to get back into the. Rhythm. What about Luiza? Luiza could come up, see if he breaks camp with the team. Okay. Remember, we called him up from Double A last year. No, he I'm hasn't not. even got a Scranton yet. Uh, and if you tell me, and if you tell me it's Domingo Herman, I'm gonna choke you. No, Domingo Herman is garbage. He's not garbage. Luis Sessa, is, garbage. No, they—they're they, just spot starters. Acevedo, I they would love to see than, Acevedo. They come shouldn't up. have more than three starts a year. Right, Acevedo. Would so, be if the, the guy. in my opinion, you asked me who the who I think the Yankees would sign. I mean, who's major league ready and established? Who's still a free agent right now? Not a, not old Keuchel. No, he's not going to go there. Who else? Not really much free agent wise. It was Corbin. It's Keuchel and no, not give a whole me some hell of lower level guys. Come on, who are free agents? Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> There's really not much talent out there. This is not a pitching free agent no, market. No, but I'm talking lower level. They're fucking guys like maybe Anibal Sanchez that level. Well, Sanchez had a great year last year. I understand that. So that's the guy that I think they would go out. I'm pretty sure he signed already. I think he did. Point is, there's there's not. I'm saying I think it'll be a guy at that level. You have to make a deal. I think it'll be a three or four. Yeah, I agree, but they won't. And if they do, it'll be fucking another packs. They are not going to go out. Call it. You know what? Call up the Royals. Gray for Duffy. Clean swap. I'll take David Duffy. I'm not going to give up a fan favorite for Sonny Gray. He can't be any fucking worse. And huh? at least with Danny Duffy. Huh? I just said if I'm the Royals, I'm not doing that. That's Why wouldn't you? If I, I just you, told if you, I I'm not giving you, up a fan favorite if for I Sonny give Gray. You, if I give you Gray and a I'm not solid. giving up a fan favorite lefty 28-year-old for Sonny Gray. Well, the one thing the Reds don't have, who seem to be the people who love Sonny Gray, they don't have a fucking pitcher. Who are you going to take? Di Sclafani? No. Maybe. You know what? I think he's pretty. Uh, I think Sal he's got Romano. Stuff. I would love Sal Romano. A guy like Sal Romano could do great things in the Bronx if he's opening a pizzeria. Not as a ball player. Sal Romano. I listen. I don't think they get a top notch guy. No, you need a depth guy, a three to five guy. No, they need a top notch guy. They just won't get it. They're gonna get a depth guy. Right. Well, you're, right. Your your quote unquote ace in their eyes is Paxton. That's terrible. That's disaster written all over it. And I'll tell you what. If your expectation's that high, the expectations have to fall on Severino and Tanaka. They have to. I guess so. Just because they've at least been here, you know what Severino can be. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I'm not, my hopes are not too high. Machado's going to be a Yankee. The Yankees will not get a top-line starter. They will not win the World Series. Bottom line. End that's some Met hater bullshit right there. No, that's just the truth, dude. Well, right. Again, that's you, like me you, saying you gotta, the Mets are going to get Manny Machado. You got to let things, the Mets are going to get Bryce. You got to let things play out. I am letting them play out. Last last question I had for you before we wrap this thing up. Yes. Cliff Kingsbury. Yes. Is going to potentially buy himself out of all. USC, I so you would take all. him in a fucking heartbeat. In my dream to world, to be your new head coach. In my dream world. Yeah. If I could do anything I'd want, I uh-huh. want Cliff Kingsbury and Rex Ryan on my staff. Rex Whatever one is head coach, I do not care. Okay. Whichever one, Rex Ryan's in charge of my defense. Kingsbury is in charge of my offense. I don't care who the quote unquote head coach is. Rex Ryan said on social on, on a whatever he was doing a show on Sports Center talking yeah. about. I think it was talking about Mike McCarthy to the Jets. I don't know who he was talking. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, I'd love to go back there." I loved Rex Ryan. I think every Jet fan loves Rex Ryan. I think every Jet player who played for him, besides Geno Smith. Hmm. Who nobody likes Geno Smith anyway. 
He's in charge. He's in the playoffs right now. He don't matter. Loves Rex Ryan. Yep. I think Rex Ryan can call a great defense. Yep. I think he makes good players great. Mm-hmm. And great players even exceptional. Well, there's one guy. And I think Kingsbury would would listen. I don't think he's ready to be a head coach. I would take him as a head coach if that was his demands. No, I think if you paired Kingsbury, let's just say with McCarthy. No. No, let no, McCarthy. I'm not doing it. You don't want McCarthy. I do not want it. McCarthy won one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, who probably is the best quarterback of our era. Okay, point is, there's one thing that matters in this equation. If you get Kingsbury, yeah, who, let's be real here, who turned Patrick Mahomes into Patrick Mahomes? Was it Kingsbury or was it Andy Reid? I'm going to argue it was Kingsbury at Texas Tech. I, you know what? I think Kingsbury allowed Mahomes to become who he was. But Andy Reid really made that flower ball. It, let me put it this way. Kingsbury, Kingsbury did all the groundwork. He, Kingsbury he put the bu- soil in, King, he watered Kingsbury it. Kingsbury built the house, Reid yeah. painted it. Exactly. And it took both of them to make Mahomes who Mahomes was. But what what I, what the NFL is turning into today is you need an innovative head coach on the offensive side of the ball. A so, younger mind. Okay, Whether so he's old or not doesn't matter. Just a younger offensive mind. I'm going to throw a name at you. I'll throw a couple names that are just offensive-minded coaches. Yes. Dirk Cutter. No. Uh, what about Sarkeesian? No. There, there are. I have a list. Okay. I have a list of. Give me your list. Four guys that I would accept as my offensive coordinator slash head coach. Again, mm-hmm. I want Rex Ryan in charge of my defense. So let's just leave that That's there. Fine. I'm interviewing the Chiefs' offensive coordinator. Okay. The Bucks' offensive coordinator. Yep. The Iowa State head coach, and Kingsbury. Ooh, Iowa State head coach. This guy's a winner wherever he goes. I've seen him play with my boys yeah. every year. Very good. Those are the four I want. I, the Iowa State head coach has already come out and said he doesn't want to go to a mediocre team like the Jets. Mm-hmm. So that's out. But I would I would call him again. Respect for him for having the Iowa State balls to yes. say that about the NFL. Right. That's hilarious. I don't like the Chiefs offensive coordinator as much. I think that's more Andy Reid. Now, that being said, Andy Reid has a lot of guys come under him that are successful. So yeah. I would take the interview. The Bucks offensive coordinator who did call the plays, what he done, what he did with Jameis Winston and Fitzpatrick, and Fitzpatrick. The only thing I don't like is he seems to have a deep air attack. He doesn't seem to know how to do anything else. There's nothing that he does is very innovative. But the personnel, seems, but well, you right. He was calling plays for a Bucks offense that had two deep threats. The Jets don't have one. No, I don't. Well, they have Robbie Anderson, who I I think he's a great deep threat to be honest with you. He can be. He needs a compliment. You don't have right. a compliment. Well, uh, no, you have a, you have two Bs. You have two two B receivers in the new one, Ray Anderson. Right. In today's NFL, you don't need a one. You need three twos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. And your tight end needs to be a two as well, which gives Hernan's you four. Hernan's not bad. No, Hernan's he's serviceable. Yeah, very serviceable. Um, I'm I'm hiring Kingsbury and I'm hiring Rex, and I'll let him figure out who's head coach and who's not. Kingsbury's in charge of my offense. Rex is in charge of my defense. We have the third overall pick, and what I'm doing as a off season, Jonah Williams. In the draft? No, it's very simple what I'm doing. I'm trading down. I okay. don't think I don't like anybody in this Well, draft. you don't need a quarterback. No, I'm trading down. I don't like anybody. I don't like Jonah Williams after what I saw. Okay. I'm not doing the typical Jets going to take the best player available, which will be the an Leonard interior Williams defensive pick. line. Yeah, right. Right. A.K.A. Ed Oliver. I don't think Nick Bosa is as good as Joey. We don't need a quarterback. You need offensive skill positions. So here's what I'm doing. Sign Demarcus Lawrence, 20 mil a year. Get Dante Fowler Jr., 12 mil a year. I don't think I'm going after Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown. I'm trading down, and I want two offensive players. A receiver and a tackle, running back and a tackle, receiver and running back, 
That's what I'm doing. Okay. And then last question. Antonio Brown gets traded. Where does he go? Be real. I'm being real. You know what I honestly think? Think the Jets? I think that, that there's two legitimate options here. I think the Packers or the Jets, and I hope it's the Packers. San Francisco jumps out to me. They do, but they just don't have enough to trade as the Jets and Packers. They got picks. You, they don't have as many as the Packers. Yeah, all right. They don't have the Their three. picks are higher than <coughs> Green Bay's. That has to matter. Green Bay has multiple. You give me the number three pick or the number two pick in the second round for the in a Pittsburgh system, that's a dream scenario. Okay. I, I, I know I should, you're right about San Francisco. I did forget. The reason I don't think... And also gonna, Oakland can play ball. They got picks out the ass. No, they're not doing it. I don't think they're doing it. I don't. I don't. I, I do they agree gave with us the more, They gave us a third-round pick for fucking Martavis Bryant. I agree with you. Right, and they got burnt on that. They're not going to get burnt again. Well, Antonio Brown's legit you. and no I, weed. I agree with you on the 49ers. And, in fact, that whole thing with Antonio Brown following the 49ers mm-hmm. and the 49ers going out saying, yeah, we'll trade for Odell. Obviously, they want a number one to pair with Jimmy G and Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And, just, oh, could you imagine, just in, in a hypothetical situation, here's Jimmy G... Kittle, A.B.? That's, yeah, what Shanahan calling plays. Right. Yeah, that's... I, I, listen, here's what I want to say. Imagine Rodgers with Devontae Adams and Antonio Brown. And Cobb. And Cobb. Uh-huh. Well, they need a goddamn... Well, then they have I have a feeling now. the Jets are going to try to get Bell and Brown, and I don't want either. They have the money. They Why? traded for San Antonio Holmes. Why, because you don't want the prima donna bullshit guys? I can't stand the prima donna bullshit guys. Odell isn't prima donna bullshit to me, by the way, either. I would I would disagree with you 100% I don't think on that. Is. But prima donna bullshit to me is when you you skip practices, you bitch in the huddle. Odell shows me frustration and emotion. That's a little different. Antonio Brown's like, dude, I'm so good. Like, why aren't you throwing me the ball? Trade me. I don't hear Odell saying that. I hear Odell yeah. saying, we're going to run the table after the break, and they, they damn near did. I see Odell getting frustrated when, yeah. he, when he doesn't get the ball. That's different. That's emotion. I see Le'Veon Bell sitting out a year because he's a bitch. Yeah. I, I see Antonio Brown not being in a win, a play-in and win game or a must need win. To, a must-win game to make the playoffs because you got into an argument? You're a fucking bitch. Now, here's my one question, though. If a, I, There was clearly some sort of issue that made Antonio Brown want to leave Pittsburgh. But now he's off the Pro Bowl roster due to injury? You can't argue your way out of a fucking Pro Bowl roster. Yeah, it's something. Now, also... Wrong. Thank God Juju got that spot because he deserved it to be elected anyway. Here, here's what I'm going to say. The former Steelers on ESPN. Who uh, Brian Clark. No, no, no. Big dude. Willie Colon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went on and said, I hope Aaron, he thinks Antonio Brown's going to be a Jet. He said he hopes that it's not true. I have a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't want Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell bitching at him. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't want it. Odell bitching at Eli, nothing phases this guy. I mean, a yeah. bomb could go off next to him and still have the same stupid look on his face. He'll still play the next snap. Yeah. No idea. Donald's 21 years old. You yeah. don't need some, you know, you don't need Antonio. I want to see Sam Darnold grow with Robbie Anderson, Anunwa, Herndon, and a soon-to-be running back and receiver. Yeah. I don't need a 30-year-old Antonio Brown. I don't need it. I don't need you bitching because you can get a hundred. Because also the other part of this too, that any team that wants to make the deal for Antonio Brown, you have to realize he's got he's getting paid like twenty something million. Yeah, but you know nobody's going to get that money. No, the Steelers have to eat that. Part of it, right? No, all of it, unless the other team accepts. 
If I'm eating all that money, you better clear out your first round picks. No, no, I'm saying I'm just saying as it stands right now, if you're to make a trade, you're eating all that money. That's all as it stands right now, unless something else worked right. out, which it would be. It'd probably be a 50-50 split for a mid-second round pick. That would sort I would love to see us eat that money. Get a maybe I don't think San Francisco is going to just cough up their first round pick for the sake of a checkbook, but I would love to see us get a, a second first round pick. Here's what I'm going to say is cuz you say you know how you just said you'd love to see the Jets trade down. Yeah. Your GM has at least shown that he's willing to make moves. Right. Kevin Colbert never trades in the draft to move up, down, anything. He just accepts where he is and picks accordingly. Listen. <laughs> if you I would love to just see him get an extra fucking pick or two to play with. Yeah. Listen. I'm going to end it on this. Antonio Brown has turned into a huge prima donna over the last year and a half. Le'Veon Bell, same thing. Yeah. The Jets have $100 million in cap space. Yeah. They need another receiver, and they, they need an offensive play. They need playmakers on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end it on this. Jet fans, would you have Antonio Brown or Demarcus Lawrence? I'm taking Demarcus Lawrence. That boy plays hard every play. He plays hard every play. Oh, yeah. He stops the run, and he gets oh, the yeah. court. Plays hard. No, I, if I'm building a franchise in any sport, yeah. I want a guy that's going to play hard and not be a little bitch. I can't stand that shit. Mm-hmm. And to me, Odell Beckham doesn't play like a bitch. He just, yeah, does he get emotional and frustrated? He flies off the handle, but it comes from a good place. And that's fine with me. Right. I, I, I actually like that because I know you care. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell does not care. Does not give a shit. And mm. I'm going to pay you $30 million a year, bro. Get yeah, the fuck the out f- of here. Right. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yep. Go on your jet ski in Miami, yeah. bro. You are twenty-seven. I mean, with a team that could have won the Super Bowl, you know, yeah. this could have been leveraged better if he was on a on a one in fifteen team. Yeah, he was on a team mm-hmm. that let's just be honest. They had Le'Veon Bell over Connor. I don't care the great year Connor had. They probably won one more game or two, and they probably For make sure. the playoffs. Oh yeah, and if they make the playoffs, you can never count out Ben Brown and Bell. You just cannot do it. And you know what? Nope. With this year. With how unsteady the AFC is, yeah. if you're telling me it was a Steelers Super Bowl, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. And Le'Veon Bell gave that up. Mm-hmm. What I, the fuck? That he, this man does not love the game on, of football. Gave up on his teammates, gave up on... This man everything. does not love the game of football. And Correct. if I'm a player in a locker room, and you show up in my locker room, whatever locker room I'm in, yeah. I'm telling you right at the front door, if you're not in it to win it, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I'll pay for you not to be here. Yep. So, we're going to end it on that note. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you guys so much again for listening to the work that me and John are putting in for you. Uh, again, just like every other episode, we hope you like it. Uh, like, Please, please, please like us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And when we release this new episode, be sure to share it to your friends, to your timeline, whatever you want to do. You know, Any sort of help to get the word out is greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. So with that, have a great rest of the week, and we will see you next week.